So I've got this question to ask you. Why do you think there are people who would rather climb a tree and tell a big lie than simply stand on the ground and tell the truth? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. I think it was back in 1808 that Sir Walter Scott made this profound statement. Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. I'm sure you've heard that before. I'm amazed at the institutions that I was raised to believe that I could I could trust, that I believed were doing things in, in my best interest, in my neighbor's best interest, my country's best interest, my state's best interest. So much of it has turned out to be a lie. So much of it has turned out to be untrue. There's no doubt in my mind, and I know for many in this audience, there's no doubt in in your mind either, that the concept of honesty and integrity has long left Washington, the sewer, the swamp, D.C. in the United States. In Ottawa, you're, you're no better. In Canada. London, you're no better. In the U.K. Sorry, but it is what it is. Money, we talked about it yesterday. Power, wealth, call it money. It's an obsession. It is a lust. It's a powerful stimulant to many people to to cause them to want more and more. There's never enough. There's never enough millions or billions to be made until until they have it all. And what is so scary about many of these people, and I've been following and reading about many of these people that consider themselves the elite of this globe, not just some state or just this country. There's this drive to be world elites, people that are respected from continent to continent. I shared yesterday some of the ties with Big Pharma and the money. And I'll just call it for what it is. I believe bribery and graft. I mean, you know, you can buy a politician. They're getting cheaper and cheaper because the standard of what it takes for somebody to sell out. Well, there's just so much money floating around that even Republicans and Democrats alike will take the money and run. We're being played way too often. I've got a lot of friends, they're conservatives. They would they vote Republican, which generally, for lack of anybody else better, is what I do as well. But I've come to recognize that many of the Republicans that I have voted for over the past half century have been phonies and frauds, Republicans in name only, rhinos. They never were conservative. They just, they just blew a lot of smoke, as they say. Put up a big smoke screen, and I am a conservative. And they were never anything near it. 
They talked a good game, but they were nothing but dishonest liars. Liars. They can't tell the truth. The truth is not in them. And they go to great lengths to cover up their lies. They go to great lengths to deceive you, to make you believe that these people actually care about you when they really don't. So many politicians today, all over the world, they have no standard. They have no integrity. Some even use matters of faith to convince you that we go to church every Sunday. And nothing like a campaign picture with somebody holding his Bible with his wife going to church on a Sunday. It all looks good. It's all a photo op. And most of it is bogus. Some of these people that run around and play the conservative uh, route, Dan Crenshaw in Texas comes to mind. They talked a great game. They, they talked with passion and with, with a plea. And they had served their country and, and people believed in them. And once they get to Washington, you get stabbed in the back, spit upon, laughed at. Yeah, now that I've got my seat, it's kind of hard to unseat an incumbent, except in very difficult times. Here in the United States, we've had phony politicians running around, I'm sure, all my lifetime. But now they're not even ashamed. (laughs) Now, Now they're proud of it. And they spend millions upon millions of dollars on public relations firms, advertising agencies, law firms to hide their lies because, oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive. The coronavirus, there's no doubt about this in my mind anymore. I mean, We've talked about this since the beginning of this program 18 months ago. The things that I was seeing happen in the emergency management work that I was doing, I started questioning the narrative early on. I didn't want to believe it was so that an industry that I'd spent some time in, mostly on a local level, was really run by liars and reprobates at the top, willing to deceive. Too many Americans are becoming like that old popular culture song from the 70s. If I listen long enough to you, I'll find a way to believe that it's all true, knowing that you lied straight face while I cried. And though I looked to find a reason to believe. I remember playing that song as a disc jockey a half century ago. And many Americans are looking for a reason to believe. They want to believe. They want to believe that politicians are looking after their best interest. But increasing, increasingly, I should say, in this time that we live, it's getting more difficult. The temptation for politicians to cease being statesmen and, you know, just to become part of the system. We have too many people in the House of Representatives, the United States Senate. They have now bought into the system. They're no longer statesmen. 
They're just, they just give flowery oratory that's a bunch of baloney, all designed to deceive you. Remember, remember about two years ago, beginning of the pandemic, we're still in the, you know, 15 days to flatten the curve. There was never any intention of lifting those 15 days. I know it now. Hindsight is 2020, and the spotlight of truth is out there. Though the mainstream media, which is a part of what I call state-run media, and the state is run by the billionaire class of the world and the elites, when you look at how the money is entangled between politics, major corporations, the financiers, As I said, the global elites that want to own everything and have you be their humble servants. Those of you that are deemed worthy to be their humble servants. And this process of destroying our culture from the inside out is not an accident. It's not just deviant behavior. It is part of a larger design if you haven't figured it out yet. People that despise God, people that despise those things that are good, they're easily pulled into the temptation of immorality and self-indulgence and pleasure. Look no further than Hunter Biden. Look at all the lies just in the last couple of years. With the virus. Anybody that said this virus was engineered in a laboratory, I'm not going to say if it is one in particular, let's just leave it at that. That this virus was generated, manufactured, altered, gain of function researched, gained up, so to speak, in a laboratory was immediately shut down by the big tech tyrants that are... Look, the big tech tyrants are doing the bidding of the governments they now own. Let's make that really clear. The big tech tyrants, their puppets are the governments that we have to live under across the world. They really do. The oligarchs, they want to run everything. They want to own everything. And they have the money to finance their projects. And you get sucked into it real easy. Look at Facebook. How many of you are are Facebook users? I admit that I am because I do observe. And I have a group of friends that I follow. And I get a lot of friend requests that I just turn down. Mostly, I would say I turn down 95% of the friend requests that I get. If I don't know somebody or have a direct connection organizationally or within the Christian faith to that individual, I just move on. Too many to follow as it is to begin with. But let's go back. Two years ago, you said a virus came out of a lab. You were told it is fake news. You are wrong. It has been debunked. That's the favorite line now of the leftist lunatic fringe. It's been debunked. Don't you know it's been debunked? Russian collusion. 
with the Trump campaign. I don't care if you like Donald Trump or not. Immaterial. But the lies that were said about that man. What was done with money and the power of government, government operatives and traitors to the United States Constitution. I'm just afraid it's never going to be handled as it should. It'll be another whitewash under the rug job. That's just how it's going to be. We were lied to. We were lied to about collusion with Russia. Hmm. History will reflect, if it is accurate, that uh, Putin did not want Donald Trump in the White House because he knew he would be an interrupter to the global establishment to which Putin himself was desperately trying to become a big player. After all, he has resources like natural gas and oil that he wants to sell. And Trump comes along and and slows the progress of that down. Germany is amazing to me. They've got to be cursed by God for what they did in the nineteen in the early nineteen hundreds and in the nineteen forties, nineteen thirties and forties. Of course, the Bible does show that there's a curse upon those that go against his people. Whether you want to buy this or not, maybe you'll disagree. But as somebody once pointed out, the Jewish people, like it or not, are still God's chosen people, no matter how errant they are, belligerent they are, how ungodly they may be in some cases. But you raise your hand against them, there's a curse from God. And I believe Germany, every time they think they're getting ahead, they get farther behind. They've been losing their religion, so to speak, and they've been losing their civil rights. They have been a country that has been ultra draconian under COVID-19. I believe that they're going to be paying a lot of prices for a long time to come. Somebody pointed out something to me a number of years ago, and I didn't I wasn't thinking about going to this today, but I'll just say it real fast. Look over history. Every nation that raised its hand against Israel is nothing but a shadow of themselves today. All of them. All of them. That's just an observation that somebody made. And I tend to agree. Beginning back to like the coronavirus, was it engineered? Of course it was. I figured that out when I worked in emergency management. I was putting together some press release material for the community in, there, in the county I was serving. And I just wanted to do a little bit of research about SARS-CoV-2, which is what it is called. SARS-CoV-2. And I'm typing in my, I'm at my hotel. I've got my computer and all set up so I could do this and get it out to some radio stations and, and news outlets. And, and so just to get a little bit of background, because remember, this is all new to all of us. I typed in SARS-CoV and I forgot to add the two. Just SARS-CoV. And I ended up coming to a website which happens to be the Center for Disease Control, the CDC. 
And I'm reading about SARS-CoV and I'm suddenly realizing, wait a minute, this is not this is not now. This is 2000 what? 2003, 2004. Yeah, I started reading about what had happened in 2003 and and 2004. And the cover story then was it must have come out of someplace in China. We've been playing with gain of function on viruses, breaking treaties in the United States, I believe, for quite a long time. I don't think I don't think we're the pure people that we'd like to believe that we are. Just looking at the likes of, you know, James, you know, looking at Clapper and Brennan, the two traitors that tried to undercut an election along with the FBI, Struck and Page, remember them, and many others. Comey, remember him? McCabe, all of them need to be in prison. If we really did what we used to do with those type, there'd be gallows built to handle them, all of them. We've been sold out to the globalists by these elite that are working their way up the food chain. The coronavirus, I believe, was fully engineered. Whether it was designed to be released as it was or for some other time, I can't tell you. But it got out. And now we see that the United States has been investing. And no, this is not Russian propaganda. This came out in a United States Senate hearing with people involved in the United States and agencies. Yeah, we do have, shall we say, biolabs all over Eastern Europe, including Ukraine, Georgia, and other locations that have been funded by grants from various government agencies, including attached to the United States military. You know, that's not deniable anymore. But, if you know, CNN and NBC, MSNBC, they can choose to ignore it all they want. And the sad part is the vast majority of people in the United States will never know any better because they don't do a whole lot of reading. They listen to sound bites, tiny little videos, whatever Facebook says today. Yahoo News, that's my news. I get it from Yahoo. We have radical environmentalists that are doing Satan's bidding in turning our attention from worshiping the creator and focusing on worshiping the creation. And all you have to do is look at the book of Romans and you can see exactly where that's going to take you. And it is. We have reprobates all over the world that are now the experts on everything, telling us how we must live. That we must, by the way, I mentioned this yesterday. And I I want to share just real quick before I forget, this is just too good not to pass on. So I mentioned yesterday that a, a news story had come across my desk, I think it was like uh, Thursday or Friday of last week, we, I, I get the news occasionally from, from up in, in Georgia where we spend a pretty good significant amount of our time. And, and there was this story, and you don't think much about it, Rabin County Schools will be adopting a new math curriculum in grades kindergarten through the sixth grade beginning in the 2022-2023 school year, in other words, later this year. 
Samples of the proposed program, Envision Mathematics, along with more information on the program, will be on display at our at Rabin County Public Schools and uh, Rabin County Educational Services for public review and comment. The public review closes on Thursday of this week at 3 p.m. Take a moment and stop by and, and review the materials and provide your feedback to the district by no later than the end of the school day on March 31st. Okay, which is, you know, 3 o'clock. Sounds like kind of a harmless story, doesn't it? New math curriculum. Now, question number one. How many parents are going to take time out and drive to this building to look at the material? I doubt many will. How many vote in school elections? Virtually nobody, because they always have them on an odd day when nobody knows about it. Only the school district people voting for more of your money do. So I did a a little research myself. Who is Envision Mathematics and who put it out? And I ran across some interesting stuff. Now, there's a lot of material for educators and people wanting to buy the books and everything else. And I, I just was stumbling along, okay? And I'm looking at the Envision Math. And this is uh, actually a eighth grade answer key for topic number one, real numbers, regular, you know, regularly and improve your accuracy in solving questions. And so this is the Envision Math answer key. And it talks about the program itself. Envision math, ready for this, Common Core. Heard that word before? Common Core. Great answers. Key topic one, real numbers. Now, this comes from this comes from their material. And I want you to listen to how this is couched. This is a mathematics course for eighth graders. Natural resources are are materials that occur in nature, such as water, fossil fuels. Notice they still call it fossil fuels. Wood and minerals. Natural resources not only meet basic human needs, but also support industry and the economy. And it talks about the minerals that are used in manufacturing of all types of common objects, from cell phones to computers, light bulbs to medicine. Talks about Water, oil, and forest are some of the natural resources that are in danger. They're in danger. They're in danger of someday being totally depleted. 70% of all fresh water. 70% of the water is being used in agriculture. Only 10% for human consumption. Then it talks about that Every person in the United States, and and I'm trying to fathom this one. You know, they throw numbers out there, okay? 48,000 pounds of minerals each year that you and I, each one of us use 48,000 pounds of minerals each year. I'm trying to figure out how. So far, I haven't figured out how I'm using 48,000 pounds of minerals each year. That it talks about the millions of acres lost to deforestation. They never mention the new trees being planted. But solar and wind power and other renewable energy sources are helping 
to lessen this dependency on fossil fuel. Now, notice, this is a math class. This is a mathematics stuff. Everything is being couched in fossil fuels and how we need to stop using them, get rid of them. Your task, going, going, gone, with natural resource depletion, an important issue facing the world, climate change. Suppose a natural resource is being depleted at the rate of 1.3% a year. If there were 300 million tons of this resource in 2005, and there are no new discoveries, how much will be left in 2045? You and your classmates explore the depletion of this resource over time. I mean, and then, then you know, so here's the, the I, you see where it's going? Even mathematics is being made political. Mathematics made political. English made political if it's not called racist. Science is now political. All of it's political. All of it by design to divide, to mess with your mind, friend, keep you confused and keep you in your tribe, whatever that tribe may be. Because, see, a kingdom divided against itself, as Jesus reminds us, cannot stand. And so we are kept in perpetual division. Now, I'm going to the other side of this break coming up. I'm going to talk about the, the laptop, you know, the one that everybody denied back in 2020 even existed. It's all Russian disinformation, Bob. Didn't you know that? It's been debunked. He never had that laptop. It was all Russia, Russia, Russia. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for Adam Schiff to be arrested for treason for lying to the American people, lying in Congress. I've seen the evidence of the collusion. He didn't see anything. But he was willing to help perpetuate the lie. But then again, he's a reprobate. He is the worst kind of Weasley reprobate. Well paid. Believe me, I want to know how these people go into Congress or the Senate at a hundred and some odd thousand dollars a year and end up being multi-millionaires years later. <laughs> it's not from the job, isn't it? It's coming from somewhere. And, and I want to talk about some of this corruption and who owns what. But before I go to the break, and before I leave Big Pharma and all their mega millions behind, remember, Big Pharma, along with, with the Biden administration, hand in hand, you know, Big Pharma wants to push the vaccines. Big Pharma is liking making mega billions on this new stuff with no liability. That's the best part for them. No liability. I mean, face it. Nobody's getting an FDA-approved version of these vaccines. I know, allegedly, we all know that uh, Pfizer's got one, but they don't make it for here. You know, cremidity is not available in the United States, just the the one that, um, well, they have no liability. You can take that all day long. Remember, money talks. They've got it. Politicians want it. Politicians took some of that money, the Biden administration, and bought off news media. They just bought it off. 
if you try to say anything negative on Facebook or I call it fascist book or Twitter, they, they just call it fake news and shut you down. They're loving living the lie. They want you to live the lie with them. And if you don't believe that Pfizer has some clout in the news media and the media in general, just remember this. Good Morning America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. I said it yesterday, and I'll remind you again of what St. Paul wrote to young Timothy. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10, The love of money, not money, the love of money is the root of all evil, and the best translation really to today's English is the lust of wealth and power is the root of all evil. Believe me, there's a lot of evil out there and we are looking the other way. I'm going to share some of that evil and how it is corrupted in just a moment. If you believe in the work that we're doing here at Truth to Ponder, please let me know how you listen. I really need to know. Are you listening on shortwave, as a podcast, on radio? Send me an email, bob at truththenumber2ponder.com. Bob at truththenumber2ponder.com or go to our website, truththenumber2ponder.com. If you can help with the airtime bill, would you consider writing a check made payable to Ancient Word Radio? Mail that to Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North. That's 5753 Highway 85 North, number 3248. Number 3248. We are in Crestview, Crestview, Florida. And the zip code in Crestview, 32536. This is Truth to ponder with Bob Bierman. The eyes of the revolutionary coming up. Shalom Aleichem. This is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Khan, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. Much of world history happens through revolutionaries. They're the ones who make a difference. And then there's a trait that revolutionaries share. They never see things just as they are. They never accept things as they are. They never accept the status quo as the final story or even the events as the world. They, they see it differently. They label things with different labels. They see things all different. They see the status quo as temporary, as something that's going to change. They see their defeats as temporary setbacks. They see their dreams as if they were already the final reality. Well, most of us as believers are real different. We tend to just accept the world as it is and we accept the, the situation. We accept people as they are. We resign ourselves to the darkness. But God called you to be a light to the world, to make a difference, to be revolutionary, a true revolutionary. But to do that, you need to see things in a revolutionary way. 
A revolutionary doesn't accept the world as it is, or the status quo is the final story. And as God's revolutionary, you can't do that either. Your situation is only temporary. Whatever the darkness, whatever the sin, it's not the final story. Your failures are no longer failures. They're now only setbacks. There are no more real problems in God for his people. There are only challenges. No more real curses for you, only blessings in disguise. No more real enemies in the flesh, only people he died for, people not yet born again. No more hopeless defeats, only victories waiting to happen triumphs waiting to happen and your life will stop simply being your life it'll be a revolutionary life so put on revolutionary eyes it's time to change the world my friend it's time to live like a revolutionary want more ask for a revolutionary now how often you get something offered to you priceless wonderful life-changing and free well here goes right now sapphires it's precious and it's guaranteed to help you live a life of joy and victory and the incredible mystery of the temple doors you'll love it and it's free. How do you get this all free? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. That's it. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1 and you will receive your free gifts. You will be blessed, but call now 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to join me in bringing salvation back to God's ancient nation, Israel, and to the unreached peoples throughout the world. It's amazing. You can be part. Imagine you could blanket the earth with the gospel. Well, you can. Through shortwave radio, it's the farthest way you'll ever reach out to the lost. How? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or write me direct. Just write to the nice Jewish boy, box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's a nice Jewish boy, box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying, Shalom Aleichem, peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah. Or Haolam, the light of the world. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And I welcome you back to part two of our Tuesday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Now, yesterday I started talking about some of the lies that are out there in in the world today, the the disinformation, the confusion. And today I just wanted to pick up more on that topic just to give you some examples. Now we spent a lot more time on some stuff yesterday than I planned, and even even this program a little bit more than I wanted to uh, on even things like the coronavirus, its origins, its ever-changing story. And I always remind you to follow the money. Follow that money. During the break, I had a quick thought. And I want to share it with you. When I look at social media that's been around for a number of years, and and let's go back to the time before I had retired and I was spending part of my latter working career in emergency management, one of my jobs was using social media to get messaging out. Now, understand, this was not at a federal level. This was, you know, at a state and county level. And my real desire was to help people know what to do in the event of a tornado watch or tornado warning, you know, national flood warning. You know, floods do happen, bad rainstorms, frontline winds. I was looking more in terms of getting messaging out for people during the time of a natural disaster which was going to be the majority of the work which you're going to find in most local communities. Occasionally, a, you know, a train that derails that may have, and this sadly happened 
in South Carolina about the time that I was still working in that in in emergency management where there was a a train that was carrying a poisonous gas and it had derailed and people died. And so I didn't feel any problem working in that capacity in helping people deal with the things that go wrong in life. You know, it could be icy, an ice storm. Just how do you prepare? How much food should you have on hand? What would you need in, in the event you had a fire at your house? So I had no qualms about my work. And so I had no qualms back then getting involved with social media either. Why not? Why not have a Facebook page to share some thoughts on how to have a, a bug out kit in the event that you had to leave your house? You may need prescriptions. You may need this, that, or the other. This is just common sense stuff. Well, back in the early days, I can't remember Facebook ever challenging anything I wrote either on my, my emergency management account or my personal account. Same goes for Twitter. They were new, and everybody thought it was just great. 144 characters. Now it's 288. Then politics got involved. After the election of Donald Trump, everything started to change rapidly in the world of social media. Everything changed rapidly in the world of Google and others. The person that they had chosen and they were convinced was going to win didn't. I mean, they had it all planned. I really believe the election of 2020 was planned and their plans got thwarted because they didn't expect the number of people to show up to vote in Pennsylvania, Ohio, Florida, Michigan, and Wisconsin. They didn't expect it. And thus, they lost the election. All their best-made plans of, of little mice and stupid men, well, fell apart. So what happened after that election? Well, we started the Russian disinformation hoax that failed for the election was resurrected from the dead and put out there to impeach Trump. We got to, yeah, we're going to get the Mueller. We got Bob Mueller. He's going to go get him. He's going to be doing a perp walk out of the White House. You remember all that nonsense? And, you know, you get you get the reprobates, the evil-minded, satanically inspired, kissing the feet of Satan himself people like Adam Schiff. That's what they're doing. There's no honesty, truth, or decency left in them. They're sold-out swamp creatures. I have seen the evidence. I have looked at it, and it breaks my heart that it was a bunch of garbage and baloney. He was a liar. He was a reprobate, filthy, disgusting, dirtbag liar. And they keep voting him in office out in California. But something happened. In these five years since Trump won, all of a sudden we have this cadre of fact-checkers, and they march to the institutions of journalism. They've installed themselves as the total arbitrator in U.S. media as a privatized but quasi-governmental regulatory agency. After all, as they would say, what's wrong with facts? Fueled by this manufactured panic over misinformation, 
The fact-checking industry is shifting the media's primary obligation of finding truth. Think about this. From pursuing and finding truth and toward upholding a vague notion of public safety, which the truth squad, the fact-checkers, they're defining it. In the course of what's happened with Twitter and Facebook and mainstream media, journalists are being turned into nothing more, as somebody wrote, like a rent-a-cop, whose job is to enforce an official consensus that is then treated as pure fact. And, of course, there's a lot of money involved to keep the real facts at bay. In other words, it's a protection racket. And I'm watching it infect all kinds of media. Good example. Let's go back a while. Let's go back to the election of 2020. I mentioned this before, uh, be- before the break. The Hunter Biden story. Remember that? You know, when it all came out, the fa- you know, his, his laptop was left at, a, at an Apple store or a, a locally owned franchise. The guy repaired computers in Delaware and apparently forgot all about it. Never came back to claim it. And then the hard drive got turned over. Um, unbeknownst to the FBI, there was a copy of the hard drive made. And, but we were told that it's all a Russian disinformation campaign. And even Jen Psaki, the paid liar for the Biden administration, she does so good. She's a real pro at lying. She does it with a straight face, without even sweating. Which makes you feel that her soul has been, well, sold to the highest bidder. Anybody that can stand and lie like she does before the American people, knowing the dishonesty that's going on, well, maybe she doesn't. She's either delusional or she has no conscience and she has sold out her soul and her nation and everybody else for for a share of that big money. You know, that, that lust for power and wealth. You watch. Before the end of the year, she'll be over at MSNBC or CNN or something like that. I think that the price that she's paying right now will be rewarded when she leaves this White House in millions of dollars, not hundreds of thousands. Then remember, you know, Facebook, now known as Meta, the metaverse. You know, the the world we should live in that's not real, but controlled by, well, by the by the fascists that run big tech. They, they flagged any, anybody that mentioned anything, and I know this happened to me. If I mention anything, anything at all on Twitter or Facebook, it got flagged. It was called misleading. It would get you downgraded. It would get friends of mine kicked off Facebook for a month. This ministry of truth, that's what George Orwell called it in his book of 1984, serves only, let me make this clear as I can, this so-called public-private ministry of truth only serves the interest of the big tech platforms and only one political party, Democrats, and their operatives who underwrite and support financially these enterprises. 
This has unfortunately convinced a lot of people to believe lies that are not true. Tell me lies. Tell me sweet little lies as we open the program with today. Journalism has been compromised, sold to the highest bidder, and they've sold out cheap, like corner prostitutes. They want to be the the temptation. You know, this is something I got to stop right here. I want to finish my thought about these phony fact checkers. Which, by the way, in a court of law, when Facebook was asked that question, oh, no, 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 they're not fact checkers. They're just opinion pieces. (laughs) Yeah, the only allowed opinion, so they must be fact. It goes on. And you wonder why I'm a cynic about all this. I I can see everything going on. It it is nothing more than a snow job of the highest proportion. We're being fed... You know, it's a smoke and mirrors game. And too many people that do not have critical thinking abilities anymore, those that came out of much of our public school system, they're at the mercy of what they think is true. Did anybody ever bother to fact check the Hunter Biden laptop? Oh, no, no, except the New York Post. They got kicked off Twitter. Facebook banished them. Everybody said it was Russian disinformation. It's to help Trump because Putin loves Trump. (laughs) I doubt it. Putin loved the idea of a Hillary Clinton weak presidency. And he probably was rejoicing and dancing on his desk over the idea of having Hunter the Clown Biden. You know, know, I mean, they paid all these people. Let's be honest. A lot of money went to Hunter Biden, the son of the president, for things he couldn't do. Look, even Hunter Biden admitted on CBS, I guess if my name wasn't Biden, uh, I wouldn't be getting $40,000 a month to be a consultant on, 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 on gas and energy, which I know nothing about. Or my other firms that made billions of dollars in Chinese money. And, and it just so happened It just so happened that during the uh, Obama administration, when certain things worked out quite well, that the wife of the mayor of of Moscow gave me three million, a three million dollar contract. I don't understand how that happened, but I made three and a half million dollars. The lust of money is the root of all evil. And these people that are taking it are evil personified. They've sold out. They have sold out. Distrust. I have distrust of the media, even so-called conservative media. One thing I can tell you is I am not a superstar. I don't have millions of listeners or viewers or whatever. I don't get a celebrity salary where I get to take most Fridays off. I mean, look at Sean Hannity. How many Fridays does he work? Not many. He takes vacations at Christmas, at, at you know, in the spring, twice in the summer, lots of vacation times, and millions of dollars in a paycheck. Now, I'm not, I'm not jealous of his paycheck. I'm just saying that you wonder how far he's allowed to go in the things that he says, and whose interest is he serving. Later this week, I'm going to share something. You know that how how these big elites finance both sides of the same war these days. After all, 
if they're pushing for the war on both sides and they get paid from both sides for the weaponry and everything else. As Eisenhower said, beware the military-industrial complex. He was right. He saw it coming. When you think about the Hunter Biden laptop, if you watch CNN, MSNBC, NBC, CBS, or The View, <laughs> yeah, that's a morally, intellectually, and journalistically bankrupt waste of TV time. But they be screaming, Russia, 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 Russian disinformation. How dare you publish Russian disinformation? Democrats love to poke the bear, so to speak. In this case, Putin did that to him for four years. Five years over the Russian collusion hoax. Made him their whipping boy. And now they're all bent out of shape because Putin goes into Ukraine. Well, there's a lot more to the story than meets the eye. I'm not defending Putin. You know that. I think what he's done is wrong and immoral, but I think I can understand why. Why? What poked him there? What pushed him there? What aggravated him there? I've read some interesting stuff that Putin may consider the West so decadent and and Ukraine so corrupt. It was like, I got to save the world. That's one. I'm not sure if that's true. But I don't know what I can believe from our media anymore. It's hard. I have to dig deeper and deeper and deeper. Distrust is built up. And so no story was more fact-checked back in 2020 and, and for the longest time. Then the Hunter Biden laptop, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, the New York Times had to quietly admit, well, then these emails came from a uh, laptop that Mr. Biden had left with with a repair shop in, in Delaware. You know, they knew it was true from the very beginning. The New York Times, their people... They may not have wanted to believe it, but they knew full well the story was true. They knew the reporter at the Post that had put this together, and that reporter doesn't miss much, would not put the reputation, her reputation on the line like she did, and others that did all the work on that story. You don't do a bombshell story like that where you know if you are wrong, regardless of the outcome of the election, that you are going down in flames in a massive a lawsuit that would take down the oldest newspaper still operating in the United States. You'd be gone. You'd be, you'd be you know. But no. But no, the fact checkers, the fact, you know, the, the feckless fact checkers are out there. And, and this whole time, you can't tell me for one moment Remember, the FBI got a hold of that laptop early on. They knew. They'd already seen it, and they kept their mouth shut. It's not a fact-checking complex. It's a propaganda complex, these fact-checkers. They make Joseph Goebbels look like a total and abject amateur that didn't know anything about what he's doing. With the millions upon millions of dollars behind it, the battalions of these non-governmental organizations and formerly broke journalists. You know, these guys that had no money. Suddenly, suddenly they're, they're popular items and they're making a lot of money for appearances. And just like the 
ones that know of they go along with the story that work at the FDA, the CDC, the FBI, the CIA, the Federal Reserve Board, the entire alphabet soup of government agencies. They play ball with the ruling Democrat Party who are sold out to the global elite. They'll always be protected and well-rewarded. I predict, I predict with no no doubt that before this year is out, Jen Psaki, we've heard the rumor, she'll be gone. And instead of making her whatever it is salary at the White House, she'll be paid in the millions. Look at Obama. What did he get going out of the White House? Did he get a $400,000 a year paycheck? Yeah. But how many millions was he advanced on books that nobody buys? Like Hillary Clinton. What happened? And, you know, the, you know her, her book tried to explain how she lost because of Russian collusion. The elites, they buy the book. They buy them by the caseload. And before long, when people forget, you find them in the bargain bin, 99-cent bin. I found some of Hillary's books there already. That's just the way it goes. You know, a book deal is a really nifty way of giving somebody a payoff. And let me explain how that little game is played. You get a guy like Barack Obama or anybody else. Do you think that they sit down in front of their computer and write a book? Of course not. A staff of people write the book for him. He got paid a little extra because he got to narrate his own book. Apparently, he didn't read his own book because they had some corrections they had to make after publishing. So, you know, go figure that one out. If you do the bidding of your overlords in the globalist world, you will be allowed to live and live well and be well taken care of. You will live well above the masses and the plebes and the rest of us. It's the way of the world today, sadly and unfortunately. Think about how the fact checkers have dealt with the pandemic. Go back to May of 2020. And when Donald Trump said he was confident that some kind of a vaccine would be available by the end of the year. Now, we all know the story on these vaccines. They were really in the pipeline for decades. Nobody really knew about it. They were trying to make this technology that that failed work. But when he said that there would be something by the end of the year, NBC said it's impossible. He would need something beyond a miracle, which is not going to happen. In October, when Trump said a vaccine was imminent, he was told that the, the fact checkers at Facebook said he's a liar. And then what happened a week after the election? Oh, guess what? We had already known back in October. So not that I I care about it. I think that he got snookered on a deal that he should not have gotten involved in. That's just me. We can debate that some other day. A lot of hard-to-miss moments with these fact-checkers at the New York Times, the Washington Compost, CNN, Reuters, Forbes, USA Today, and then the list goes on and on. Do you understand that trying to get truth and information out today is not easy? 
this ministry and this is what it is. I, 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 a lot of people wonder, you know, why do you, Bob, why do you do this? Aren't you retired? Yes, I am. Somewhat. I'm not going to rust out. There's so many things that God has called me to do to serve him in ministry in so many ways. This is just one of the things that I do. How long I can maintain it by myself, I don't know. I'm not talking in terms of the dollars and cents to pay for the airtime. I'm talking in terms of how much can I keep of myself going into this. And I I don't know. I pray about it all the time. We have a website that is growing, truth2ponder.com. Maybe I should add to it a a blog page, not just for me, but for other like-minded people to get exposure. Use this platform and this program to launch many others. Not just me. I have no desire for glory for me. I don't need it. In my church ministry, I was always comfortable in the smaller church where I knew the people. I knew their needs, and I could pray for them without having to ask, what's your name again? Made a big difference. I'd rather be on a medium like shortwave. I really would. Oh, it'd be not. I'd love to be on some of the big Christian radio stations, but, you know, many of them want money, lots of it. Even the non-commercial expects something in return, or they want to control what you say. And I, I, I just feel that I need to do what God has laid upon me in this in this job. It is a job. And, and I realized the other day, I haven't taken, I, I have produced, with the exception of one time, reusing part of an interview for 20 minutes on a program. I have given you a new program every day since the beginning of this program, August 31st of 2020. Someday, I'd like, you know, I mean, there's been a new program. And without the help of, of Jim Calhoun doing Wednesdays, you know, there would have had to have been repeats that I didn't want to do. And so I'm, I'm so thankful for those that have helped out. We'll get back into fact-checking or fact-less-checking. There, there's a lot going on. There is, I think, spiritual warfare going on. You can't see it. What did St. Paul say? We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Now, he said, well, well, there is some fighting going on, yeah, but it's, it is those principalities and powers that are behind all of it going on today. We are on a collision course, my friend, a collision course with the end of this world as we know it, as ordained by God. We'll talk about the prophecy side shortly. If you believe in our ministry, would you help us out financially to keep on the air? Make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. Mailing address is Truth to Ponder, 5753 Highway 85 North, 5753 Highway 85 North, Crestview, Crestview, Florida. By the way, that's number 3248, our secure box, 3248. Crestview, Florida, and the zip code is 32536. This has been Truth to Ponder. With Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.